Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into comic book movies, blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my co-host, Devin, on this fine, fine Sunday, Sunday morning, Moondance Diner. (laughs) (laughs) And today, we're treading into the golden abyss to talk about the latest video game movie adaptation out there and that is none other than Naughty Dogs Uncharted and before we begin today's episode you can listen to our podcast on platforms around the internet on podcast platforms around the internet mind you that includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Audible, you name it. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at filmoptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, oh, Devin, how are you doing on this fine Sunday? You got your nice little Cleveland 22 shirt on there. You're representing. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. All-star games in Cleveland this year. It's been, it's been fun. Has oh, that's right, that's right. I see. I I haven't really paid it. I don't I haven't paid attention to basketball. Jackie Arias hanging out. He's, he's having a good time. Yeah, I, I feel it, man. It's it's been a while since I, I don't know. I don't really. I don't personally follow basketball as much anymore, especially after you know King James left. So that's oh, he'll be back. Don't worry. Will he? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm calling it now. That man is in L.A. living a very comfortable life. <laughs> But on a very bad team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. Like I said, it's been a while since I've I've followed any kind of basketball. I really, I don't know. It's just not my sport. My my sport, unfortunately, is already over. Um, so that kind of sucks. I don't know. It's just, <sighs> I don't know what I'm going to do for like the next few months. <laughs> I guess I'll, you know, get back into working out, going to the gym now that I can dedicate more time to that i don't know whatever anyway devin oh devin how's your weekend been just overall it's been chilling just playing some new games what, what, what have you been watching um uh, i've been watching love is blind it's it's really Everyone it's really is, dumb but entertaining <laughs> everyone's been watching that is it really that good so is it worth getting into yeah i watched the first season when it came out and it's just like the premise is just so ridiculous that you just kind of watch and you're just like wow this is insane because it's it's about people getting married without ever seeing each other. So it's like Tinder. Like, like they talk, they talk between a wall and then they like propose and they have to see if it works. So do they propose after they see each other or before? Before. Oh. And then they meet and then they go on a honeymoon and then they get married. Wait, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> It's it's so strange. It sounds very strange, but it sounds like a very interesting like thing because I mean it's they keep calling it like an experiment, like a Mm -hmm. like a new way of dating and finding love. I don't think it's that deep, but yeah, it's just kind of interesting. Yeah, because there's always like those other um, uh, there's like researches out there, or I've seen like other studies where it it's kind of the same thing where. You know, but you just you just stick two people in the room for like a certain amount of time. Obviously, they can see each other, um, and it's like a certain time limit or time frame to see if they can like fall in love with each other. It's really weird. Um, I, I read up on it a while ago, but I'll have to check it out. Like even my my roommate, uh, my uh, 
my future roommate, he's been talking about it and his girlfriend have been watching love is blind. And like, I, I guess I got to check it out, but Netflix yeah. has plenty of a uh, pretty interesting reality TV to go through. <laughs> Netflix has all the good shows, all the hot garbage TV shows like uh, what Tiger King. I never saw the second season. So if oh, anybody, well. uh, there have been there are some people out there we were we, we were pumped for it and then it didn't look as good i was like ah, I'm, I'm good i i think uh that that ship has sailed for sure but Devin, oh Devin, we're, we're here to talk about some some uncharted another video game movie adaptation has it's come our way so are you ready to just dump on this not dump jump well in? maybe maybe a bit of dumping <laughs> a, a little bit of dumping a little bit of praising maybe we'll see but ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this introduction to uncharted 500 years ago my family found the world's biggest fortune then was betrayed people have been searching for it all in vain both you turn your keys clockwise at the same time Thanks a lot. He almost got me killed. Clockwise, Sully. Well, it was 50-50, so I made a guess. Clearly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and we are back with our uncharted review. And the synopsis is as follows. Street smart man Nathan Drake is recruited by <laughs> seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amass the uh, Fernand Maligan and lost 500 years ago by the House of Mankata. The director includes Ruben Fisher, Flesh, Fleshler, excuse me there. Writers also include uh, Art Markham, Matt Holloway, and Rafi Judkins. And of course, stars Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, and very, very few others that I actually recognize. So there's a nice little... Uh, Surprise in this movie. I'm not sure if, if you picked up on that, Devin. Not nice little, you uh, cool little. Uh, you say you didn't. How could you not? Oh, how could you not? Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. So yeah, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're here just talking all things Uncharted. Um, a little bit of background. Uh, me and Devin, for those who are actually turning tuning in for the first time, uh, Devin and I are we're, we're pretty much av- avid gamers for for the most part. Um, haven't really been able to play as many games as I'd like to this past year, but I think I cracked about five or six last year. <laughs> so it seems to be the number is always dwindling due to, you know, other obligations. But yeah, we're here talking about another movie, um, a video game movie adaptation. And it's it really pains my heart. Uh, to see so many uh, video game adaptations out there around 40 of them right now are just straight not good <laughs> it's it's the nicest way I can put it you know th- there are some exceptions out there um, of course like Sonic the Hedgehog um, I guess you can say Free Guy is a video game movie even though it's not based on an an original or excuse me, an existing property. It's still a movie about a video game. Um, but the matrix four does not count. <laughs> does not count at all. Um, but I guess I'll start off this time, uh, just giving my initial reaction and I'll pass it over to Devin. Um, I, who I, I always try to go into these movies with an open mind and, you know, not quote unquote, as people like to call it, like hate, watch it. Um, I, 
didn't really care for this movie all that much. After seeing it, I thought it is. Well, actually, let me first let everyone know. I think this is a fine movie that people should go see, especially if you're looking to, you know, like just just a fun movie to go see with friends or a fun movie for the family, for everyone to go see. You know, if there's nothing else to do during the weekend, I would definitely go check it out because the box office numbers are doing actually pretty well <laughs> for this. Um, it's overperforming expectations at the domestic box office. It's currently set to debut with a 45 million in its first four days. And that's from deadline. But uh, going back to like my initial reaction, I just, I, this, this is definitely probably one of the worst adaptations I've seen in a while. And the reason why is because this isn't just any ordinary movie, like video game, like adaptation. They just pull out of the ring, you know, um, as we've seen earlier this year, um, HBO has teamed with, uh, you know, PlayStation. So HBO is making a, the last of us, uh, TV series. And of course, you know, Neil Druckmann is very uh, close to that project. And for those of you who don't know who Neil Druckmann is, uh, he was the creative director behind both of the Last of Us games. And I believe he was also uh, the creative director or game director, excuse me, um, from it's either. I, he, I know he did it for Uncharted 4 for sure, but I can't remember if he did it for Uncharted 3. But he was tied to a few Uncharted projects as well. Um, this this movie is is just not. It's not um, it's it's not Naughty Dog quality. I mean, I know Naughty Dog has nothing to do with this, but for a two hour movie, it's just not I this movie feels so hollow and I'm disappointed because you're taking one of the best franchises that PlayStation has to offer and you're somehow just making this weird like. Hey, look, look, it's I I don't want to get off on my rocket here, but it's just it's not good. And the storytelling should be higher, like coming from PlayStation, who prides themselves on uh, single player story driven experiences when it comes to their exclusive games. I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West right now as of this recording and even playing through, you know, a few of the Uncharted games, maybe about a year ago. It, it's not the same. Um and I don't think it's Tom Holland's fault either. Cause I think he does a fine job as a young Nathan Drake, but the rest of this cast is terrible. I, I think they're terribly cast. I, it, it serves nothing. It it's, I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm going to pass it over to Devin before I give myself an aneurysm. Like I'm not yeah, mad. I'm, I'm just very disappointed that like, this is, Naughty Dog, we're talking about one of their best properties. Like Naughty Dog, their like sticker, their sticker was in that uh, that little box. That I did see that. Had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know, man. I'm I'm just in. Excuse me for kind of going all over the place, but I'll pass it over to you so I can collect my thoughts because I'm not heated, but I'm just like, how do you how do you mess up something so good that shouldn't? You have all the source material there. You have five games. Not saying that this movie has to be an adaptation of one of those games because it's not. I'm fine with it being its own adventure, but I also find it very hard that Hollywood. I don't know. I'm sorry. Continue, Devin. <laughs> what were your initial reactions on Uncharted? I'm right there. I'm right there with you. It just feels like there's nothing that this movie really has to offer. Like there's nothing compelling. When when you think about the what you'd want from an Uncharted movie, you'd want an interesting story doesn't have that. Mm. You'd want good action. 
does not have that. You'd want pretty good looking effects and CGI really, really does not have that. I thought the CGI was horrendous in this movie. Like that first scene on the on the plane, yeah. they do the thing that every movie now does where they show a scene that's later in the movie first, yep. and then you go back to a different angle kind of at the end. But you're just kind of watching the same scene twice, and it looks so bad. When he's flopping around outside that plane, he's like Gumby. His body <laughs> is like stretching weirdly, and oh my God, it just looks so horrible. All the CGI, I don't understand how they... They just messed that up so bad. And then if you have bad CGI, that's that's not good. But if you have a good story, maybe you can kind of make up for it. But there's just nothing interesting here. There's just these characters are not interesting. Sully is so unlikable. There's not one point in the movie where you're like, yes, I like this character. Even at the end where he redeems himself, quote unquote, by kind of saving Nate. There's just nothing there. He's just a hollow character. I don't even think Mark Wahlberg did that bad of a job. I thought he did the best he could have, but his character was just not interesting at all. And of course, Tom Holland, he's trying his best. Uh, Antonio Banderas <laughs> is a bad guy. Is not not good usually. He does. He didn't really sell me as the uh, as the uh, antagonist for sure. I mean, I liked I liked Sophia Ali as Chloe for the most part, and then I thought Tati Gabrielle as Braddock as kind of the main villain was interesting kind of her like little posse was terrible those two big guys like the scottish guys is the one funny line and then nothing else the rest of the movie they changed it from the marketing too i was actually waiting for it to come up because he's like he's like oh he's like you're gonna get yourself i can't do it in scottish Scottish welcome yeah and then like in in the trailer like tom holland pauses he's like what (laughs) I like that better than he was like in, in the movie. They actually changed it or they used a different shot. He's like, come again. Or like, what did you say? I was like, I thought it was better the first time because, you know, his accent was so thick. I was like, yeah. They also, they also showed part of the post credit scene in the trailer. Oh, I remember seeing that at one see, point. I didn't realize that because there was, it was there only one post credit or two. Yeah. There's one right after the movie. And then there's that one. It's like, Towards the end. Oh, with, I, I didn't say it for the one towards the end. I, it was one like right, like, I guess you can call it the main. Well, I, I remember seeing it in a trailer. It, it was Sully with a mustache. And he was like, you'll get one once you hit puberty, kid. That's that's terrible. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, it's so, you know, before we get into spoilers for sure, it's just, you know, I've, I've had a second to collect my thoughts, I guess you can say. And, you know, obviously me and Devin definitely agree with this. It's just, I... Like like Devin said, Antonio Banderas, I don't think he was a very like believable villain and his partner in crime as well. I just it's like this this movie just felt very empty. It felt very hollow. And I don't see how this this is just a complete downgrade from even taking out like the interactivity of video games. And it's like you're I, I just don't know. There, there's actually an IndieWire, oh my gosh, an IndieWire article out there that kind of talks about it. Tom Holland stars in a bland video game movie, less cinematic than its source material, which I 100% agree because I don't know how you mess up this bad where it's like, you know, the, the, the one thing that people love about Sony um, exclusives. It's the the cinematic appeal, uh, the a cinematic approach to these single player story driven games. And 
okay. It's like, yeah, okay, let's make an Uncharted movie. Sounds like a good idea because people always say, hey, you know, they should make Uncharted into a movie, you know, or Last of Us, whatever, whatever, you know, because it has those cinematic vibes. It's like, I, I used to agree, but now not anymore because if this is the road they're going to continue down, especially like through Sony pictures. And of course, well now it's PlayStation productions when it comes to the video game adaptations uh, for these properties. Um, I, I just don't see it really happening. Um, I, I agree with you, you know, Tom Holland is trying his best in this movie and I'm trying not to make this much. So it's like game versus film adaptation, but it's kind of hard not to bring it up. But um I Mark Wahlberg, he's never really been like a favorite actor of mine. I think he was completely miscast as Sully. It's fine if they're going to have a younger Sully in this franchise, but Sully is supposed to be like essentially like the brother slash father that Nate never had. Like you see it all the time. It's they, they are literally like essentially you know a bromance type thing i was i was listening to the nerd suit podcast and they kind of talked about it um how you know sully and nate are essentially the heart of all of these games you know without it you really don't have all that much and i mean it's so it, it misses the mark on so many things but like it's it's a fun ride, quote unquote. Like if you know nothing about the video games, you're gonna love it. I think the Rotten Tomato score for critics is around a 40 right now for audience. I think it's hovering between like a 90, like 85, 90, something in between there. But it's it's just so disheartening to see because I was like low-key hoping this movie will be like somewhat good. Because it should. You have all the source material, but it also feels like a hodgepodge of all of like like there's so many scenes that I saw in the movie that they were taken straight from the game. Of course, the the big like helicopter or the plane scene where everything's kind of flying out, that's taken straight from Uncharted 3. In fact, it is literally the cover of Uncharted for, of, of Uncharted 3. That's just how sloppy the story is because you're doing a prequel but using scenes from the games. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and so I guess this is supposed to be connected to the the games i'm not entirely sure but i've also read that it's not like if, if it's his own, own universe that's fine that's whatever it, that's not what i'm really like upset about it's just I, on I imdb it says it's a prequel to the games mm. okay i mean maybe that's true maybe not it's just um i don't i, th- I thought chloe the um uh the lady a girl who played chloe i thought she did an okay job um, it's just, she didn't really sell it for me. The pacing of this movie, um, overall was just very weirdly, like it was like super fast and I don't know. There, there wasn't a lot of like believable. The pacing is very fast and we don't get like any time to just kind of breathe, develop these characters. Yeah. And I, nowadays it makes more sense for video game movie adaptations or, or adaptations of video games should probably move more towards TV, much like book adaptations have. And I kind of get it. You know, it's, it's different with video games because it it is technically, and this is just me speaking. I'm not sure if anyone else out there feels the same way, but um, the the video game industry actually makes like a lot of money. (laughs) Um, I would, I would actually argue more so than Hollywood just overall, because it's it's different in this case because you have a it's it's different between video games and movies 
Like with movies, movies don't technically have to be good in order to make a lot of money. And we've seen that time and time and time again, especially like the, uh, the Lion King remake, which was, you know, obviously for us first older Lion King fans was, was not as good, but Hey, it made over a billion dollars. So of course, somewhere down the line, they're going to make Lion King to the quote unquote live action. But in order for a video game to like receive like critical acclaim and to receive, you know, and, and to make money, it has to be good. Like, at least from my experience, I mean, tell me, you know, well, well this, this movie's making money. So I don't know if that, well, holds here. yeah, it's well, it's all I'm saying, like with movies, movies don't have to be good in order to make money for video games. They have to be good in order to gain any type of like traction when it comes for like the game awards or just even for like horizon forbidden west i think it's around like an 85 or 84 on metacritic which is really really good but usually in the video game realm it's like you're not really turning heads unless you know you're in that range of you know either like it's an exclusive game or i would say between like the 80 and 80 to like 100 range but that's just my personal thought on the whole situation, but it's like, I just don't understand how, how they messed up this bad. Um, I mean, like you said before with the antagonist, couldn't tell you a single one of like the, the lackeys names whatsoever. And, you know, you're taking these, you're, you're taking a two hour experience, which usually takes about, I think on average for like an uncharted game, you could probably be in about nine to 10 hours, depending. I think uncharted four is the longest one. But that's, I feel like this is more of a happy medium. It's like you're trying to take a nine hour storytelling experience and shrink it down into two hours. That doesn't work at all. <laughs> it just, it's, it's not going to work. I just, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, we, we kind of had our doubts about this movie, but you know, I wanted to go into it with an open mind. Definitely didn't hate watch or anything because I didn't want to hate watch it. I wanted it to be good. Like I really, really did, but it's like with some video game franchises, they do work with movies, but it's very seldom. I mean, Pokemon has done it over and over again, but granted, most of the Pokemon movies are animated. So it's like, you know, and they, they already have like the head of the TV series kind of like backing them up and whatnot. But I just don't know, man. I mean, Chloe was fine. We didn't get uh, Nadine Fisher in this whatsoever, you know, uh, uh uh, Nate's main love interest. Chloe doesn't really show up until Uncharted 2, but you know, if this is a prequel, that makes it even more confusing. But at the same, like if it's its own separate universe, I feel like that's okay. But I, I don't know. It's um, I'm, I'm lost for words. I really, really am. Cause I really wanted to like this movie. I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, but I'm at the same time, I'm disappointed, but not surprised about, you know, the reactions from people. Cause I saw it with a few friends and I was like, Hey, like, you know, they, they said they liked it and they're like, Oh, like, like, what do you think? I'm like, I, I don't really didn't really like it. Like, I think it's a fun movie, but like lightly fun kind of, I don't know. It was just, I didn't feel like they were in any real danger as well. Yeah. They're never in danger. And I feel like we, we, we went through this already. Like, what was it? Five years ago, the Tomb Raider movie. It's like, yeah. It's like the same thing because obviously it's easy to compare Tomb Raider and Uncharted, very similar games. And then these, then their their movies come out, and I I remember seeing the Tomb Raider movie in theaters, and I was like, at the time I was like, 
it was all right. But now I don't, I couldn't tell you a single thing about that movie. Like, I don't remember <laughs> anything that happened. I don't even think I remember watching it. But not, like not I a single thing. <laughs> and that's, that's going to be like, just like this movie, a couple of years, maybe even one year from now, I'm not going to remember a single thing from this movie. No. Cause but, it's just, they, they can't catch the magic of the kind of doom from the beginning. Cause it's all just Indiana Jones. Like it's all it is, is you're just repeating an Indiana Jones type movie. Right. And of course, Naughty Dog was inspired by Indiana Jones to make the Uncharted series. And I mean, I'm, I remember when the first Uncharted game came out, people were kind of like iffy on it. But by the time Uncharted 2 came out, everyone's heads were turning. And it's, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it being like an Indiana Jones-esque adventure, but there is no sense of adventure. There is no sense of like wonder to this world, you know, like you kind of get a, nothing new. Yeah. You kind of get like a little bit of historical like figures in here and like a few like little facts here and there. Um, but it's, it's not a, um, it, it's there, there's no sense of wonder here it's like man like i really want to be transported into this world if if there's anything this game like not game excuse me but this movie is maybe want to do it's just to go back and start playing the uncharted games again and like wipe this from my memory because it movie it's these adaptations for video games when it comes to movie they, they just they just don't work like for for the most part they don't work i mean we saw success of sonic but sonic the team behind Sonic actually cared because obviously we had that huge, you know, dis disfigured Sonic that came out and fans and even Sega themselves were like, no, 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 this is not that type. You know, th th this is not Sonic. So they literally went back because they heard a lot of fan feedback and just everyone's like, this isn't Sonic. And it ended up being a like a decent like video game movie for a video game. That and Detective Pikachu are like the two that kind of work. But like those are, I don't know, they're trying to tell their own different stories. Because in Pokemon, there's always a new different adventure. So I feel like you can do whatever type of storytelling you want to and just have, you know, those characters surround it. Obviously with Sonic, like Sonic goes on many adventures, but there isn't like a clear cut, you know, narrative story Um line for Sonic throughout all of his games is different adventures throughout every single one. But like with Uncharted, like Uncharted has prided itself on these cinematic interactive experiences. And there's something that video games do that movies just can't copy when it comes to these story, single player story driven interactive um, experiences. There, this is, there, there's a disconnect. And I, I think it's maybe just because, you know, watching movies is more of a passive experience, which makes sense as to why there's been so many book to movie adaptations. But when it comes to like Uncharted, the best parts about Uncharted is when you're in those super tight situations that you have to get out of. And it actually does make me feel anxious, but I didn't feel anxious at all. Like watching like this Uncharted movie. I know you actually played through the first Uncharted game before. And did you get through anything else or just the first one? Just the first one. How how did you think about it? It's tough for me because I've played all the the recent Tomb Raider games. Yeah, so it's hard for me to like. Yeah, you love Tomb Raider. Go, so. <laughs> go back to an older game and kind of because mm. I don't have that initial perspective of it because right. obviously the Tomb Raider games are newer and just kind of better made than kind of a, an original PS3 game. But uh, I thought that it was decent. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it, I mean, it's been a while since I played through the first one. Usually when I go through the Uncharted games, I usually actually tend to skip the first one. I just go from two onward. 
because uh, I really, really love two. Three is okay. Four is really, really good. And then you have um, the prologue with um, Nadine and Chloe, uh, Lost Legacy. That's more of kind of like a Maz Morales type situation. It's like six to seven hours. Not, nothing, nothing too long. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just it doesn't even there's not even any cool like cool new explore Indiana Jones type puzzles or anything like the only thing they do is in this movie is the oh you have to put a lighter underneath the paper to see the magic writing yeah and of course the thing they did with the keys a hundred times before right and the thing they did with the keys as well you know actually I I gotta be proud of ourselves then we're going we're doing non-spoilers here pretty well I I think this is a a first for us (laughs) that's the thing there's nothing really to spoil because nothing (laughs) exciting happens to spoil you don't have to worry about it at all. Like, yeah. I mean, I talked to uh, my mom called me the other day. She's like, oh, she's like, you see any movies this weekend? I was like, yeah. She's like, oh, what'd you see? I'm like, oh, Uncharted. She's like, oh, was it good? Because she loves Indiana Jones. Like, I mean, that was actually, I think I was introduced to Indiana Jones before I was introduced to Star Wars through Lucasfilm. Just because we we uh, we had all the, well, minus one Shia LaBeouf at the time, um, the, the original trilogy of uh, Indiana Jones at home. And I was like, man, this is like amazing. Like I love these movies, but, and I told them like, yeah, like, I mean, it, it's, it's difficult because if you're a fan of the games, nine times out of 10, you're not going to like it. Obviously we're not trying to take this movie seriously because I don't think it's trying to take itself seriously at all. I mean, it, it's, it's a, like we said, it's a video game movie adaptation. None of these really take themselves seriously. It's kind of crazy that I can't even think of something that can be spoiled. That's how like <laughs> mundane this movie is. Well, there's not, pl- there's not a plot point where like, wow, that's that's insane. To, I can't believe that happened. I don't want to spoil it for I you. I mean, I guess there's, there's nothing. There's the w- one post credit scene. I'm like, okay, if like if you play the games, you know what happens. It's like there's no way that you know with everything with with uh because they do bring up. Nathan's brother, um, Sam, in this in this movie, you're really not properly introduced. You're actually not properly introduced to him um, in the um, in the game franchise until Uncharted Four. That's where they really dive into that, hence it being the longest one, um, and it's very very good. But um, yeah, like it's that was like a more proper introduction uh, to to sam drake um but he is in this film you know they they do like a few of the flashback sequences it's like i said it's there's nothing to spoil because if you play the games it's just a bunch of hodgepodge of whatever like i just wanted them to make a a decent story just a random adventure that nate sully you know nadine and or chloe or um like go go on and just have fun with it. But I feel like they focus too much on making it like the games, which is not what we want. Look at Arcane. Arcane is probably, I mean, it is in my like, not even favorite video game at like adaptations. It's like one of my favorite shows of all time. Like it is in my top three because they did such a great job with just, you know, exploring the backstory of these characters, League of Legends, you know, it's not a very story driven game. Like they do have like their backgrounds, much like in Overwatch with their heroes, but they just focused on making a good story. They didn't worry about, oh, we have to make it exactly like the games. Like, yeah, there's going to be Easter eggs because, you know, of the weapons and whatnot. But 
with with this movie with, with Uncharted, they just were like, oh, like we're gonna take some of like you know the best like action sequences from Uncharted, uh, the Uncharted games, and just stitch them into one. Like the uh, the obviously you know we already talked about the plane scene. That's one of them. Another one that that is similar but not quite the same would be when they're uh, when they're trying to retrieve um, the the other artifacts at the bar. That's more so or less from Uncharted 4, or it gives me um, Uncharted 4 vibes. Um, and of course, uh, really, really quick, one little spoiler. <laughs> uh, Nolan North makes a nice little appearance. So that was yeah, pretty there's cool. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that scene. Um, <laughs> He's there for like noticed. two seconds. <laughs> I'm like, of course he, yeah, of course he makes his appearance known and makes it obvious with the the awkward banter between the two. But yeah, if, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed when when Chloe's getting out of that water, there was uh she uh she had an interesting look. Yeah, very very unclothed. <laughs> it's just uh, I don't. Know. I mean, if you don't know who Norland North is, he is the um for look quick little history lesson. He is he voices uh Nathan Drake in. Or he he's mo capping, yeah, uh, for Nathan Drake in the video games. So if you don't like recognize his voice, you wouldn't even know who he is, like whatsoever. So it's like, oh, like if you're if you're not a fan of, of the games, you're gonna be like, oh yeah, he talked to some random dude on the beach <laughs> for like half a second. It's like yeah, that's that that is you know Nathan Drake, uh, the one that we all know and love so i thought that was a nice little cameo for sure but um like you said Devin, there really isn't much to spoil besides that but like that's really just more of a little easter egg i guess you could say more so than like a spoiler i mean they get they get a couple pieces of treasure at the end they become a team i guess it just they they don't that that team nothing nothing changes in the end of the story like I mean, it's just Sully. Mark Wahlberg as Sully feels more like an older brother, like trying to screw Nathan over more so than like actually be like a father figure to him. But then again, I really don't know what's going on. Like, I mean, no doubt they're going to make another one. And I mean, no doubt we'll, we'll probably cover it because, you know, we're suckers. It's like we're going to we're going to cover it because it's, you know, it it's something that we care about. But I mean, I just really hope if they do make a second one, I hope it's better. That's because <laughs> this this just did not do it for me, and I guess this is from the perspective of two people who have played the games or games similar. It's just you know, like when you watch Indiana Jones, I'm like man, like there's just so much action and like so much funny banter. I was and- reading in, on the MDB page that Sony approached Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg to write and create this movie, but then they turned it down because it's, they just said it's just another Indiana Jones. That like is very hard. It's hard yeah. to escape that. It, it it is it is hard <laughs> to escape that because I mean it it really is just an Indiana Jones for the new age, but you know for for video games. Like I've said, it's just there's the, the magic that video games can bring for like the empathy of control. Like even right now, like I said, I was playing. I'm playing Horizon Forbidden West, uh, the new uh, PlayStation exclusive from Guerrilla Games that came out, and I'm I'm loving it. it it's you know. The cinematic approaches is there, you know, you're able to, I feel like I've lived through, I'm living through this journey, same thing as when I play the Uncharted games. And I'm not sure, they kind of matched it up because I believe the um, the remastered of Uncharted 4 and Lost Legacy is out uh, for PlayStation 5 um, as of a few weeks ago. And then the movie comes out 
it seems that's what they're doing. But I got to say, man, I, I really hope The Last of Us uh, series that HBO is putting on. I, I'm, I'm, I, I hope I hope the quality is better. I, I hope the quality is because that's Same enough. Thing with Halo. Yeah. And it's like like I said, uh, with with um with Uncharted, that's not in our property. And so is um, well, I mean, Sony. But, you know, the studio made. It was Naughty Dog for Uncharted. Maybe we'll be getting a and Last of a Us. Jack and Daxter movie or series as well. It's, I mean, but of course, like the first, like you know, PlayStation Productions, we got the nice little new intro for for the movie. It's like okay, they're clearly setting up. Like they want to do more, and this is not yeah, the they first want time. to be a movie studio. Yeah, but like they kind of already have, they have Sony pictures and they, I mean, it may not be with PlayStation characters, but we did get the Jack, not the Jack and Doctor, sorry, the Ratchet and Clank game. That was, but there was also the, a movie for that. Yeah. It was weird. Cause that was weird. it was like a movie that was based off the, of the original game. And the, it, it was, it was strange, but I mean, at least it was animated and I'm like, at least this is something that like kids for the most part can enjoy. Um, I didn't think that one was like half bad for a video game movie because like, you you can't do a live action <laughs> ratchet and clink <laughs> like uh movie adaptation whatsoever there's just no way but like we're, we're starting to see the trend again where you know every every uh it, it used to be you know every movie got a video game now it's every video game is getting a movie like as you know we have like the the star wars movies like Revenge of the sith when the prequels came out you know spider-man and the hulk and all that stuff like every movie got a video game back in like the early 2000s when we were kids now it it's kind of flipped where it's like hey every video game is now getting a movie and or a tv series we have bioshock coming up for netflix i don't know how they're going to tackle that because there's a lot going on there but at least it's a tv series like you said we have halo coming up which already got greenlit for a second season which is kind of strange but it, it is what it is there but um i'd and of course we have the last of us hbo series popping up and cuphead just um came up uh is now um now streaming on Netflix, I believe. The the Cuphead show. I think they're only around like 15 minutes episodes long from what I've seen. I'm like, eh, not too bad, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I feel like Hollywood's barking up the wrong tree when it comes to video games. Because like, I mean, if you want my honest opinion, I think when it comes to storytelling, video games do it so much better. <laughs> they really, really do. When, uh, when it comes to, you know, specific properties, not every single video game out there, but when it comes to story driven, single player experiences, guardians of the galaxy. I mean, obviously the guardians movies are amazing, but like that was a great game that I played. And I was like, wow. Like it, it made me more excited for, you know, guardians three. Cause I mean, I do love the guardians movies, but like, that was pretty freaking good. Like that was, and it was, it was its own story. Completely. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not seeing like, you know, forget Hollywood, whatever, whatever. Cause I mean, there's a lot of movie franchises that I love, but when it comes to storytelling, man, like, you know, we have so much time to breathe with video games. We have so much time to spend with them versus a movie, which is usually only around two hours. Sometimes, you know, goes a little bit longer depending on what it is, but I don't know. It's um, it's just very disheartening to see that you know Naughty Dog is like this big pillar that Sony you know has has owned forever, and they you know between I mean even starting with like Crash Bandicoot and then you know going to Jack and Daxter, telling more story driven narratives that way, then heading on to Uncharted: The Last of Us. It's like there's they they should be able to get this done. I don't think Naughty Dog was tied to this. 
But I do know that Neil Druckmann came to visit on set a few times. But I mean, poor Tom Holland, man. He's he's giving it his all. He really is. And he is really not on the hot streak outside of Spider Man. I mean, I, I regardless of what people think of the movie Cherry, I think he did a good job playing. You know, it was character and, Cher- and Cherry. Same thing with Devil All the Time. Spies in the Skies was actually pretty good too. Like I think Tom Holland is a great actor. It's just sometimes I feel like he needs to break through the Sony picture bubble because there was talk about, you know, the Jack and Daxter film and or TV, but it's like, I mean, all we want is a new game, but (laughs) whatever. Um, And, you know, Tom Holland expressed interest in wanting to play Jack. And I'm like, "Mm." like, I guess, I guess when it comes to Jack and Daxter, I guess it would be a animated type situation. Um, I don't know. It's yeah. I, I'm sorry. I've been kind of ranting here for a bit, but you know, it's, it's a Sunday and uh, work tomorrow. Just saw a really bad movie over the weekend, trying to wash out on my brain. Um, but overall, regardless of what our thoughts thoughts are out there, everyone who's listening, we do encourage people to watch these movies and form their own opinions because what we say is not law um, <laughs> whatsoever. We're just, two guys talking about you know a movie that we did or did not like so you know it's it's our opinion no one else you know if you disagree with us that's totally cool there's a lot of podcasts i listen to out there where i don't i don't agree with them on a lot of things but you know i still listen to them so don't you know if you like the movie that's fine just you know just stick around (laughs) that's all we ask from you but Devin, i'll pass it back over to you so you can give your final thoughts so we can uh get into our ratings and get the heck on out of here i did not think we're going to be talking about this movie for this long yeah i don't know how we did there's just not much to talk about we really squeezed the the life out of it it's just it's so meh meh charted meh charted is it mid charted or is it charted? It is definitely mid. I think they should below mid. I think they should change it to charted because this is everything I've seen before. <laughs> yeah, we've we've charted this before. <laughs> charted waters, <laughs> exposed waters. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, as far as score goes, I don't know. I'll give it like a like a forty. I don't know. It's just <laughs> Ooh, it's just not good. <laughs> there's just nothing. There's nothing this movie does well. Yeah, like, I, try to try to try to give off one one good thing this movie does. The only good thing I can say is Tom Holland's performance because he really, really like put his heart and soul into playing a young Nathan Drake. I think he did a great job as young Nathan Drake. It's just everyone else around him. He was definitely carrying this movie on his back. That is the one good thing I can say about this movie. That ends. If you're looking for like a nice, easy family flick, you know, if, but it's like, I mean, if, if you want an Indiana Jones adventure, just, just go watch Indiana Jones, (laughs) just go watch Indiana Jones, um, for, for the, for the critic side. Um, I I know other people have enjoyed this, uh, film as well. And like I said, you know, it's, it's just all about opinion. Um, but that would be my one good thing I could say about it. Um, for my score, I would actually, I gave it a two, I gave it two out of five stars on letterbox so that's about a d plus i want to say so i mean that's that's not really saying too much unfortunately again it's just it's just not gonna work and it kind of makes me worried for others because like you can just tell there was no heart no soul poured into this there wasn't like a magical sense of adventure like i said before 
there wasn't that that need of wanting more of needing to explore saying oh man you know like what's going to happen at least with sonic like we went into it knowing like yeah, it's not going to be that great and it actually ended up being pretty freaking decent like for 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 a video for a video game movie that was clearly geared towards kids i don't know who this is geared towards to be completely honest but i guess it would just fall into the family friend type you know turn your brain off for for two hours and kind of just enjoy the ride um obviously you know we're going more in-depth analysis with it but a lot, a lot of the shots just weren't didn't really i mean nothing really wowed me um but it's just i don't know um disappointed but not surprised <laughs> and also not every video game out there needs a uh movie and or tv counterpart just saying i know it's an amazing world to dive into but you know it takes heck of a lot longer to be the video game that it is to watch any movie like i could watch all of lord of the rings extended edition and I'm, and within the same time frame i probably would be and or probably would not be done with horizon forbidden west which i said i'm playing right now because that's just more of an open world getting so much to do outside of the main story but yeah um <laughs> you said a 40 percent from Devin and a d plus from me which i guess could equal to a eh, that's like a 50 i don't know <laughs> something like that um if 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 i was being generous i wouldn't go anything above like a c minus but i'm not generous today so D plus it is. <laughs> D plus it is. So that pretty much concludes our Uncharted coverage here on the podcast. Again, thank you, Devin, for always coming on. Amazing, amazing co-host from this man right here. We're giving a nice little, nice little hoorah. Uh, you know, right hand man. He's he's very dependable, and just want to say thanks for you know uh, suffering through this movie. <laughs> thanks, Sully. <laughs> man, oh man, and that cat. I was like, what was yeah, the point of the cat? Was, what was the point of the cat? He showed up in the in the post credit scene too. I yeah, I only saved for for the first one. I was like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> you ain't getting. You're only getting one credit, make credit scene out of me. And to and be fair, there's also you'd probably know who it is, but there's a bad guy with the with an eye patch, probably from the games or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I won't say anything, but yeah, um, I got you. But uh, as I said before, you know, um, that concludes today's episode here on the Film Optics Podcast. Uh, we have a semi-busy March coming up. Uh, you know, February is coming to a close. Daylight Savings Time is coming to an end. It won't be dark by 5 p.m. anymore. Can you imagine? It's going to be amazing. But um, for everything that's out on the show right now, just to let you guys know what you can listen to. Um, since we've been starting off this year pretty uh, pretty fresh, you know, of course, we got like our our Scream 2022 review. We have our Book of Boba Fett season, season one review, our Raised by Wolves interaction or not interaction, but more so of a first impressions uh, episode that's out. And we actually just finished our Peacemaker season one review with the lovely, lovely Tessa Smith, a.k.a. Mama's Geeky. Definitely go check out that episode. Um, if you haven't already, and we're going to be continuing our Hunger Games uh, franchise revisited with Mockingjay Parts 1. That is going to be, I haven't decided, it's going to be released in March for sure, since it is a monthly series. But I haven't decided when, maybe the on the anniversary of the first film, I'm not entirely sure. But definitely follow us on Film Optics, again that's Optics with an X, 
to find out when that is. We have a lot of fun things coming up in March. Of course, we have the Batman. Uh, we have Halo series dropping later in the month of March. Same thing with Moon Knights. Uh, we have X. I believe that A24 horror movie that's coming out as well. Um, what else? Oh, uh, Turning Red comes out in March as well. So that, that's going to be a lot of fun. Not a lot in of theaters. Fun. Huh? Not in theaters. Not yeah, Yeah. For some reason. But you know, Buzz Lightyear is going to be in theaters. Of course it that that's that trailer is uh, insane yeah di- i'm again disappointed but not surprised actually i am pretty surprised that they still haven't <sighs> poor pixar puts in so much into their stuff it's crazy but those are just a few of the episodes we have out on the podcast now again always make sure to share an episode with a friend whether it be your mother your brother your lover whoever it is make sure to share an episode of the film optics podcast with a movie buff in your life and we're going to wrap up here and we hope everyone has an amazing start to their week as this will be dropping on a monday and we'll see you guys in the next one And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.